So Brian's already laughing on this episode because <laughs> I called him out for flexing on the show because we just had this interview with Heather Hardy and we usually do cold intros. So that means like, you know, no music. We get into the episode and he's like, I, I've talked to Heather many times. I know her. <laughs> and if you watch the show or listen to the show, Brian does this all of the time. All like, the time? I, the, the, dude, just last episode, you're like, I was at the garden last night. We don't even fucking we, we don't do a podcast on basketball. You're like, I was at the garden last Listen. night. Listen. And um Jamie Butler was shooting and I was on the bench <laughs> and I was there. I was outside. And <laughs> this happens all the time. It's like the funniest thing ever. Okay. Um, in my defense, here's the thing. A lot of people who listen to the show, watch the show, just met us. And I just need to establish some sort of credibility because, listen, we've been doing this shit for a while, okay? You can look up the LinkedIn resumes like the shit is serious. So I'm just here to establish credibility and also let people know that there's a bit of a relationship that I've interviewed Heather Hardy a few times before we had her on the show. He did it again. See, you see why he did it again? See for, me, see, see, for me, I'm more chill. Like, I don't need to be like, oh, I did this. I did that. You know what I mean? I kind of just, yo, if you want to know, you could go look it up. But... um you know what? We're going to have a counter. Um, oh, God. Um, how many times, like, Brian flexes on the show? We'll have a counter starting now. And if you're going to be watching this or listening to this at I'll home, keep count. So, you know, you can <laughs> drop it in the comments. By the way, I'm not... like... by the way, what? Um, if you like the content and you like the videos, if you like what we're doing, <laughs> make sure to follow us at the mandatory TKO. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and uh, thank you for walking up with us. And Brian, is there anything else you want to flex about? Did you do something this week that was cool? I did, but I'm not going to get into it now because you've, you've shamed me into not doing that. I'm going to walk away with my tail between my legs. I will also acknowledge that this Heather Hardy interview will be out next week. So if you're hearing this waiting for Haney Lomachenko, we're going to get into that. We're going to preview one of the biggest fights of the year, and I will not, uh, quote-unquote, flex anymore. So Heather Hardy interview out next week. But for now, Devin Haney, Vasily Lomachenko. Let's get it. Keep in mind, it's not the first interview that Brian has done with Heather Hardy. With Heather Hardy. <laughs> Keep in mind, y'all. <laughs>
So ultimately, what I think is going to happen is Devin Haney, Shakur Stevenson, and perhaps it's, you know, in the fall, October, November, hopefully that that's going to be later this year. And if you remember, everyone listening, watching Shakur Stevenson knocked out Shishiro Yoshino uh, in six rounds, I believe, in April. So, yeah, this is something that we should see probably in that uh, August through November range, let's say. Was there not also talk, though, that Devin Haney was going to leave top rank? Was that not a discussion? Is this his last fight on top rank? Well, so the text to Mark Kriegel that we referenced. So he texted Mark Kriegel, Kriegel during the uh, Shakur Stevenson fight that we just mentioned in April, saying that their plan is to stay at lightweight. And there was nothing said about whether or not this would be his last fight with top rank. But I, I think um, uh, Bob Aaron will put up the money for that <laughs> in totality, yeah. right? Like, I, I, Devin Haney could do what he wants because he's not tied to anyone long term and we know that this fight is being uh not just promoted by uh top rank but also co-promoted by lou debella and we we always say about lou debella he, he's just down to make a fight he doesn't care what network it's on <laughs> you yeah. know as long as it's a great fight and uh, the money at least makes sense right but i think more of the variable there is that espn would be wise to want to keep that in house now it, devin haney if he's going to end up bolting doing what he wants we'll see but I mean, we both would acknowledge, I believe, Chantel, that it'd be shocking to see him just leave and not fight Shakur Stevenson after this. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the route that everyone thinks that Devin is going to take. And everyone's talking about how it would be a massive fight. Of course, you know, if he does get past Lomachenko, Devin Haney and Shakur Stevenson. But I do think the bigger fight is him and Tank Davis, because I think that is a blockbuster fight, especially if Devin Haney does win, like we're talking about, he's still going to have all of his belts. And then you got a guy like Tank Davis, who is arguably the face of boxing right now. And this is a fight where you're having, you know, one of the best defensive boxers with arguably the best jab in the division. And then you got Tank Davis, who's got ridiculous power and do not sleep on his skill because he does have skill as well. And I think that's the bigger fight that fans would probably want to pay to see. However, Shakur Stevenson and Devin Haney, that is one hell of a fight. And these two have been trying to put this fight on for a little while now. There's been talks about it, right, that they want to fight each other. And Devin Haney, I believe Shakur Stevenson were talking on Twitter, and uh, they both said they want to make this fight happen. And the fact that they're both going to be under that top rank umbrella, it just makes things easier. So I do think that's a fight that we are possibly going to get, hopefully. And, you know, because I don't see Devin fighting someone else after Lomachenko. And the one thing that I do want to say is what happens if Devin Haney beats Vasily Lomachenko. I think you got to put him up with, you know, top two on the pound for pound list. Well, because how how would you not? He he's beating all the guys that you want him to. Like if he takes, if he beats Lomachenko, this is a guy that was arguably number one on the pound for pound list before Teofimo Lopez beat him. Right? He's fighting dudes. He went. I don't even think we put enough credit on Devin Haney's name when you think about the fact that when he fought George Cambosis Jr., he went all the way to Australia to do it. He wasn't fighting in his comfort zone in Vegas or in LA or something like that. He was fighting in Australia. Then he ran it back in Australia. And I think there's a lot of weight on that as well. So it's one of those things where I think after this fight, if he does beat Lomachenko, I don't think there should be any questions about Devin Haney because there are some questions about Devin Haney when it comes to 
you know, he doesn't have the power. Is he going to be that superstar that can have those pay-per-view numbers like a guy like Tank? Like, there are some questions. But I think if he gets this win over Lomachenko, I think those questions got to stop. Well, I'm glad you brought up the pound-for-pound list because I have it in front of me. And he's not on the pound-for-pound list at all. Which and which pound-for-pound list is this? Ring Magazine. That's ridiculous. He's undisputed. How <laughs> is this top 10? It's top 10. I'm going to give that's, it to you right that's now. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Let me, <laughs> Let me hear this. I've, how can you leave an undisputed champ? There is only Devin Haney, uh, Jermel Charlo, and Canelo. We're, we're going to do this together uh, as a family, people. Uh, do you want, Chantel, do you want uh, 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? The order. 1 to 10. Oleksandr Usyk. Okay, I can get one. Inouye. Um, Terrence Crawford. Errol Spence. Canelo Alvarez, that's your top five. Dimitri Bivol, Vasily Lomachenko, Josh Taylor, Jermel Charlo, Gervonta Tank Davis. You, so you are Loma, not happy Loma's, with that list? <laughs> Loma's on there, but Devin Haney isn't. I, well, let's also remember about the pound for pound list is that like they have, you know, it's not just like, it, clearly, it's not only what have you done for me lately, but it's also a body of work. Who's on your resume? Yeah. Lomachenko's, Lomachenko was dominant at 126 and 130, and I think that weighs into it. Interestingly enough, he and Canelo Alvarez have fairly recent losses and still are on that list. I don't know why Canelo's above Dimitri Bivol on that list, but Canelo well, Alvarez Can on that Canelo's list, no body less. of work, like you just mentioned it, it probably has to do with body of work, like, I think, and what I think, Canelo but, I has think done. Bivol, Bivol beating him goes out the window. But I, 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 to your point, here's the thing. I think Lomachenko, if he loses his fight, he's off the no, list we'll, entirely. We'll, 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 get, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But yes. No, I'm, yeah, I just think if, if, if Devin Haney wins this fight against Lomachenko, I think Haney ends up entering the list in Lomachenko's place. But, and, you know, body of work for Devin Haney, I think is still like... It, Questionable? Th this will establish it more so, right? There are some impressive wins. Jorge Linares, which... That hey, that was a, a fight where um, De <laughs> he landed a lot on Devin Haney once he, you know, he rocked him at thing, the end of round 10. Yeah. And same thing with um, Jojo Diaz had some success when he got on the inside and it took him what, like a few rounds to get in, maybe four or five rounds to figure that part out and tried to get Devin Haney to fight on the inside. And uh, we'll get into that during the preview um, into betting. We'll talk about um, that as well, how we, how we kind of see the fight going. So make sure to tune into that. But I think once Lomachenko is on Devin Haney's resume, automatically on the pound for pound list. Like yeah. we got, we got to stop leaving him off that list. He'll, he'll be on the pound for pound list because this will give him the body of work victory, the resume victory uh, over one of the boogeymen in boxing for the last several years. Uh, let's wrap here. Um, I will give you some more contenders that we could be talking about here, even though I think this is really, you know what? Actually, let's save that for the Lomachenko portion because there may be more possibilities there. Because I think if Devin Haney wins, it's Shakur Stevenson or bust unless unless Gervonta Davis sort of gets in here. But yeah. I, I don't I don't see that happening before a Shakur Stevenson bout. I think Gervonta Davis fights somebody else in the meantime. So there was obviously a rumor that also came out saying that Vasily Lomachenko would fight Shakur Stevenson after this fight there was a talk about that so my question to you my question to you Brian is what happens if Vasily Lomachenko beats Devin Haney I think look I think two things one this in terms of Shakur Stevenson because I think Shakur Stevenson is not only good enough but he's he's overqualified to be next and waiting we'll get to the rankings in one second 
The other possibility is the Devin Haney rematch. And I think if it's close enough, which I think if Vasily Lomachenko wins, it'll probably be a close fight. I think this will be a close fight regardless, or at least should be. I think, yeah, Devin Haney will be entitled to a rematch at that point. Um, I don't know if there's a rematch clause, actually, so we should look that up. But I think Devin Haney, regardless, like, he, you know, George Camboso's got a rematch. Devin Haney should get a rematch. Um, No disrespect. And in terms of contenders, look, Lomachenko is um, ranked number one by the WBC right now. Uh, Zapata, William Zapata, is uh, ranked number one by the WBA, number five by the WBC. He's somebody else who should be in this conversation, I guess, but I don't think he's going to fight any of these guys next. But at some point, maybe he fights Tank. Who knows? Um, Gustavo Lemos, IBF number one contender. Lomachenko also WBO. (laughs) Shocking. Number one contender. (laughs) Um, uh, Other contenders, uh, Isak Cruz, number two in WBC, number five in all other sanctioning bodies. Frank Martin, number two, WBA. Tank versus Frank Martin. That's a fight you can make next. Yeah. I would like to see that in the meantime, right? Um, Shakur Stevenson is uh, also somebody who we just talked about. Number two, WBO, three and four otherwise. And we know Shakur Stevenson is really the guy in waiting on the ESPN side of this. So that's where we're at. Yeah. So is that what you think, Lomachenko, what will happen? That will be his route, a couple of those other guys on the list? Like if it's, you had one, to pick- it's, Shakur, it's Shakur one and Devin Haney rematch two. I think it's yeah. one of those things. I think we would probably get the rematch before if there is if there is a rematch clause. Like we should have probably looked that up. But I think if Devin loses, I'm sure they would run it back um, because the way that top rank is pushing this fight and the way that they're promoting it, I mean, they're promoting the hell out of this fight right now. And so I think there would be a rematch if Devin Haney lost, and I think the numbers would probably do well in that as well. And then, yeah, of course, Shakur Stevenson. If Vasily Lomachenko wins, then you want to see him against a guy like Shakur Stevenson automatically. I think that's a big, massive fight, probably a pay-per-view fight as well, you would think. And here's the thing, though. At 35 years old, if Lomachenko, and I think we have to talk about this because he's at the latter end of his career, because what we've seen from Lomachenko is we've seen him be dominant at 126, dominant at 130, and then have a bit of a run at 135, lose to Teofimo Lopez. Everyone's taking him off the pound for pound list, not Ring Magazine apparently though. And, um, you know, then we kind of see him. The thing about Loma is he has a good fight, then kind of has a little bit of an average fight, has a good fight, but we always kind of see him rebound after that. And even against the Jermaine Ortiz fight, start off a little slow as Loma usually does. Jermaine Ortiz definitely had some moments in that fight. And at this point, at 35 years old, what else does Loma have to prove? Because this is what he wants. He wants to be undisputed. So this is essentially his biggest fight right now would be this fight with Devin Haney. And if he wins, I think he could also sail off into the sunset and call it a career. Like, I think we also have to mention that he could possibly retire because what else does Loma have to prove after this fight? If he I think he more I think he more so retires if he loses, maybe. Because then I don't know what's gonna happen unless Devin Haney does something else and then Vasily Lomachenko fights Shakur Stevenson, you know, on the way out, like one last payday type of thing, and then Shakur Stevenson potentially wins and then Lomachenko's done. But I think if he wins, there's more money to be made. Like fight Shakur yeah. Stevenson, take the Devin Haney rematch. Like if he does win this fight, let's also mention that uh Vasily Lomachenko. To me, as he's sort of aging now, he's 35. At lightweight, he's 7-1 and one with three knockouts. 
was also dropped in his first fight at lightweight against Dinadas, but he got back up and put him away yeah. in round 10, right? Um, but you know, the performances to your to your point haven't been as consistent, I feel like. He's been great in totality, right? Yeah. And he's got also dealing with wins. injuries as well. Remember, like Loma has been recovering from some injuries and everything like that. So. Happens with aging and time in the sport. Like this is somebody who had almost 400 amateur fights famously. Right. Never like, lost in the amateurs either. Once, just once. And um, he, you know, Linares, Jose Pedraza, Anthony Crowler, Luke Campbell. Like there's some dudes yeah. on this list. And then you get to the Teofimo Lopez loss, which I thought was a clear loss. I had it 115, 113 for Teofimo or 116, 112. I forget. But I definitely had it for Teofimo Lopez. It was Lopez. close. Yeah. And then, you know, the Nakatani win, Richard Comey, whom he didn't put away, although I, <laughs> he thought the ref should have stopped the fight, which, you know, he had a point. And then Jermaine Ortiz, which is the one, that's the first time where I was really like, oh, maybe he's not the same Lomachenko of old. But I also think Jermaine Ortiz should get a lot of credit for that performance because Jermaine Ortiz is slick. I think he's somebody who's, who's still getting better. I wanted him to fight Shakur Stevenson at one point, and I, that's the fight I would like to make if we're doing matchmaking. If Devin Haney, if, if, if Vasily Lomachenko wins this fight and gets a rematch with Devin Haney because, you know, Devin Haney and him are going to run it back and Shakur Stevenson has to wait. Shakur Stevenson versus Jermaine Ortiz, that'd be perfectly capable opponent. That'd be a perfectly, like, good fight to make. You could do it on top rank. And on top of that, Ortiz is somebody who he was giving Lomachenko the business at one point. I think well, Lomachenko won that fight. It'd yeah. be a good measuring stick to see how he compares to somebody who fought against Lomachenko already. But I don't even think we give enough credit for Loma to taking that fight because that's a fight that I think Agreed. a lot yeah. of people wouldn't have wanted to take at that point in his career. But Loma took it because that's, that's not an easy fight against a guy like Jermaine Ortiz who's coming up and who's probably going to be a problem as well. He's a really, really good boxer. And I think in Loma's position at that point where people were questioning if he still had it, like props to him for taking that fight. And I think he did enough to win that fight. It's just those slow Loma starts. Right, like the slow start against Teofimo Lopez was really did it in for him, and Teo was doing work outboxing him, and so we're gonna get into it with the preview. I'm not gonna get into it too much here, but I think there's a possibility depending on what happens. And you're right, like if he loses, the only reason why I think if he loses, he doesn't retire because I don't think Loma wants to go out like that. I don't think we're gonna see Loma go out and retire on a loss. Uh, maybe he fights a guy like Isaac Cruz or, you know, something like that. I, I want to do that before retiring. <laughs> hey man, but the way that he's fighting though, like he's, he's not, he's not scared. Right. Like Loma isn't scared. I think if there was a rematch um, and he lost again, maybe he would retire if he gave it his all, but it, it's interesting to see because he's at a different point in his career. I think he's like 10 years older than Devin Haney. Yeah. So it's, it's a total different fight and they're in total different stages in his career. So really telling what will happen with Loma. I think there's bigger questions if he loses this fight than if he wins. Because if he wins, he's back on top, man. And we can't really say anything because then he beat Devin Haney. And Loma's back on – He then he just stays and he just keeps going up on that pound from pound list. So if he beats Devin Haney, which would be surprising to me. I'm not going to give away my pick. But if he does, like what happens next for Devin Haney if it's not a rematch? Let's say that they don't. And let's say – let's say – Top rank goes right into Vasily Lomachenko, Shakur Stevenson later this year. What happens to Devin Haney? I think there has to be talks about him fighting Tank at that point. 
because who really else... lose to Lomachenko to go in the tank? Oh no, sorry, I thought you said win. If he, no, no, no. If, if, if Devin Haney loses this fight, because we're yeah. talking about if if Lomachenko wins, obviously, um, if Devin Haney loses this fight, what what happens next to him? If Vasily Lomachenko ends up defending the title against Kurt Stevenson, Devin Haney, what happens next? Well, it depends. Like, are the rumors true about him moving up to 140? He probably would at that point, right? I would think so. Because it's like you've done everything that you can do at 135. If there's no rematch, then I would think Devin would move up to 140. And I think there are some, like, interesting fights at 140 where he could fight a guy like a Jose Ramirez. Or he could Mm -hmm. fight a guy like Arnold Barbosa Jr. And, you know, and then potentially, potentially maybe get a fight. Um, and I know like Regis side with Matchroom, but if Devin Haney was to do work at 140, um, there, you know, I would, leave. I would want to see. Yeah. <laughs> he could, he could also move. He could also you know, go to Matchroom. There, there was also he could take he, Devin Haney promotions somewhere else. <laughs> and remember, like he was, he was signed to Matchroom at one point. Right. So would he go back? That's the biggest question because I mean, if he was to move to 140, yeah, I'd, I'd want to see him against Regis. I want to see Regis against everybody, though. So that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. You 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 don't want to see Regis against Liam Paro uh, as much as you want to see Regis. I I, I do because I'm excited to see Regis fight, but I think there's way better fights. You want for more Regis. names? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I want look, I want look, more names. Look, if if like if Devin H- unlike Roly Romero, if Devin Haney lost to Vasily Lomachenko and then walked into a title match at 140, I'd kind of be like, eh. Especially if it, if it's against you know Regis later this year. On matchroom, on its zone card, rather. Ooh, you uh, know, wait, wait, room. hold up, wait a minute. Devin Haney versus Teofimo Lopez, because this is two guys oh, that God. have been going at it for a little while, <laughs> right? Like, didn't they fight each other in the amateurs? I, I'm sure that they did. Devin Haney yeah. is Devin Haney wins that fight, in my opinion. But that's it's still a fight. I think fight. that's a blockbuster fight. I mean, well, it depends it on it depends on it depends on. No, yeah, look, betting wise, it's gonna be very, it's gonna be close, like, but. A lot of it hinges upon what happens in terms of like how they look in their upcoming fights. Like if Teofimo Lopez puts away Josh Taylor like very early, which I don't think is going to happen. I don't think, yeah. But if if that happens, because he, he if he channels that explosive Teofimo Lopez again and just catches him, <laughs> who knows, right? But I think the point of it is though, I think there are a lot of interesting Devin Haney options, even if he does lose this fight. Whereas I think Vasily Lomachenko is more of a straight line of either. Devin Haney rematch or Shakur Stevenson, just like how we talked about earlier. If Devin Haney wins this fight, I think it's a straight line to Shakur Stevenson at that yeah. point, and hopefully a future fight with Javante Davis. But Lomachenko, then I have questions about what he does next after a loss. So it's it's weird. It's weird. I think Devin Haney probably has more options both ways than Lomachenko at this point, which is not a yeah. bad thing necessarily. It's to say that because Lomachenko still has money options on the table. I just feel like there aren't as many, but those are good fights. Those are really good fights for Lomachenko regardless. Yeah, and I don't, I, I don't think we see, like, Loma moving up to 140. I don't think that no, happens. I think no, he stays no. at 135. I I do think, though, that there is a possibility, even though Bill Haney shut down the rumors that he was going to move up to 140. I mean, in boxing, people say things and then do something else. So mm-hmm. I, think, I think there's a big chance. Because even at that point, like, if he was to fight Shakur after he won, that would be a massive fight. But then if he beats Shakur, what's next? You would have to move up after that. If he was to beat Agreed. Shakur, and that's like a big if, well, right? I, I Depending think, on I, who you want to go with. But I think Haney is a future welterweight. Like I think I think five years down the line, we may be talking about him at 147. 
You know what I mean? Dude, like he's, he's massive. Big. Like he's, he's massive. And well, we're going to talk about that um, when we break down the fight. We also have a betting preview coming out as well. Lots coming up on the mandatory this week. We want to know your thoughts, though. Let us know what you think happens if Devin Haney beats Vasily Lomachenko or if Vasily Lomachenko beats Devin Haney. Uh, drop some comments below. Also hit us up on our social media pages. Uh, we're at the mandatory TKO pretty much everywhere. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. That's where you can find us. So make sure to follow us. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, Brian, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Can't wait for this fight. And we'll also remind people we will not just preview Devin Haney versus Vasily Lomachenko, but we will also preview Katie Taylor, Chancel Cameron, another undisputed title fight that's going to happen. That's going to get overlooked on Saturday, but we will have a preview and some betting to do on that fight as well. So Make sure y'all stay tuned for that.